0: Let's go. What is going on, everybody? And welcome to this week's episode of the Two Cents Footy Podcast. My name is Akron McAllister. And on this week's episode, we're going to be breaking down in excruciating detail the massacre that was Arsenal versus Manchester United. Uh, We're also going to be talking about some Real Madrid, some Spurs, giving an update on those two clubs. Uh, And most importantly of all, we're finally back after what, at least a month since we've had a podcast. Probably a month and a half since we've, you know, had a proper yeah. podcast that wasn't like World Cup predictions or anything. So, feels good to be back. Felt nostalgic loading up uh, the Discord app and seeing you guys. So feels good. Feels like we're back in the swing of things. But joining me on this week's podcast, as usual, uh, let's talk with Lee Johnson. who has got his camera on. So you
1: guys can see that luscious beard of his. Yes, yeah, sir. Why? I'm not really sure why Dan is, is hiding. He's probably.
2: Dude, I'm like in tears. Ashamed. Yeah. My eyes are all red and you know, like. My
1: man is, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. my man
1: is ashamed. So he's not even starting. But yeah, gents, I'm like, I'm really glad to be back. 2023. Different year. Same nonsense that comes out of our mouths. Um, I wish Hayden was here so that I could, um, focus that on on him specifically. Um, But unfortunately, uh, we've started the year in the same position, same predicament. Um, The teams are not firing. It's not looking good. We're a little bit off form and stuff like that. Um, But like all good things, like all good teams, there's going to be a a comeback at some stage. And then it's all going to be back
0: to normal. Ruben should Pronto, prone to a bit of a comeback, but... uh... This deficit Mm. is not not looking too good. Not as much this Um, season, unfortunately. But speaking of a team who tends to do the opposite of a comeback uh, fairly frequently,
2: (laughs) Dan, uh, how are things going on your side? Zach, it's so funny that you said that because I was honestly just considering saying the team that's probably not going to make a comeback um, being Tottenham. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a tough time to be a Tottenham fan. I mean, nothing I haven't experienced before. But yeah, I wish I could have um, have my camera sorted. But some of my stuff is still packed away. I've just moved back to East London now um, after being in PE for three years, so I'm still kind of unpacking and getting my setup right here um, in East London. But yeah, um, moving into a new stage of my life, so you know, not everything's bad. But at the moment, the football is like <laughs> dreadful, dreadful, it's you, dreadful. It's not giving you that joy. Yeah, but we wouldn't want to depress our listeners too much. So, you know, Manchester United are playing well. Real Madrid are bound to make a comeback. And, you know, Tottenham, that's that's a, a story for yeah. another day. I mean,
0: you said Manchester United are playing well. Uh, I'm not too sure about that. Um, I, I do think we, we got outclassed today. But um, we'll, we'll get into that a bit later. Zach, I you, actually wanted you're, to yeah, you're a,
2: playing away from home, bro. You didn't yeah. get outclassed at home. Like like us, <laughs> we got the piss I mean, kicked out of us at home. home. So, look,
0: we beat Arsenal home. I think they've only taken one defeat this entire season thus far in the league, and uh, that was to Man United. What? So, we we can at least hold that. And I mean, we were like literally centimeters centimeters away from um, getting getting that draw. So, look. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that bit later. But like, like I said, I wanted to take a step back first and talk about the fact that uh, United probably um, there's a lot of talk about United being in a title race. United being up there with Arsenal, United catching up, especially after City last week. And I desperately wanted to get on the podcast and spew some of that nonsense as well. <laughs> like you know, like it, it, I haven't, I haven't experienced Man United title win. Like, properly. Like, I, the, the last one we won, I do remember. Like, I remember um, uh, Ryan Giggs was the captain for that last game. But Full Neville, sorry, Full Neville, Gary Neville was still the captain of a club. And they raised the trophy. So, I vaguely really remember us winning the last trophy. But I've never actually experienced United in a title race. So, I was, ex- I was excited after last week. United gave me hope. And then they went and fumbled the bag against Crystal Palace midweek. Not a lot of people pay attention to that game, but low key, United fumbled it back because, you know, things go differently with that game. You know, things go differently with this game. A couple, couple bounces of the ball end up differently, and United are like, what do they be? They'd be mm-hmm. two points behind Arsenal. Arsenal would have a game in hand, but they would have been a proper title race, and now I think the dream is just dead. Yes, sir. Uh, so I would I'm say, sure you regardless about that of what happens,
2: one Bersaka tackle, bro. Which one? The the final one, like the ninety third <laughs> minute, bro. <laughs> Against Zaha, bro. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Mbappé just does that, like on the regular. <laughs> it's it's the, it's the attacking side of the game that I, I worry about with Wan-Bissaka. But uh, I, I can't I can't say that I expected too much going into this game. Uh, Arsenal, a quality team, as much as it pains me to say it. Uh, we, like Dan said, we're playing away from home. Um, you know, that, that's that's pretty much it for me. I don't know. You guys have any questions? Any things you want to know?
1: I don't know, risky. Um Title race. Listen, as you said before we started this podcast, you said none of us have put United top four, and now now they're pushing they're pushing it there, and they're like making themselves known. Like, I think this last probably. I don't know how many games. Like Rashford's become flipping insane. My man's like gone on form. It's insane to see that guy back on the th- on um, back on form. Casemiro, I think, has been insane for you guys. Like genuinely, genuinely, the game changer for most. Bruno, I feel like, is coming back a little bit. So there's a lot of positives. Title race though, that's that's a little bit hectic. Like Arsenal are looking super fresh. Like it's crazy. I I didn't watch the whole game, but every single Arsenal game is, like, entertaining. They're playing really good footy. They've got the gears. Like, things are just clicking for them. Um, so they do still have City right behind them, I'm seeing here at the table. Um, they still have a game in hand, but they're only five points off. And <laughs> Newcastle are currently third. But, you know, I'm pretty sure that Newcastle will probably far more before United. So you can safely assume that United are probably going to be Top three, four, a little while. I mean, we have this is game week twenty. There's still what's that? Like eighteen games left. That's a lot of games, and Arsenal, Arsenal are still Arsenal. You know, they can, they've proven themselves <clears throat> up until this point. But you know, there's always there's always the opportunity to, to make a mistake. And, at the and, most, um, yeah, I think you we'll know, catch up with them a little bit later.
2: Yeah, yeah. For the most part, I think Arsenal definitely have top four in the bag. Like, you know. If, oh, the happens, if the without worst happens. If the worst happens. thing is also Manchester City is going to need to turn it up yeah. to like an amazing you know. level. The thing is the only it's like funny enough the only, the only hope Manchester City have is if they like take an L in the, in the, in the Champions League because I feel like if they spread, pro- spread across the Champions yeah. League as well like it's going to be quite difficult to win you know because Manchester is going to have to win everything. Mm. Everything. You know in order to beat Arsenal yeah. they're going to have to like pray that Arsenal screw up like two or three times. Um, because mm. if if Manchester City lose like one or two games at this point, like it's, it's you know, the, the, the end is written already. So, mm. but yeah, I think Man I mean, United they're top four as well. I think Chelsea is the only dark horse that I'm like worried about sure. because they've spent all this money and I mean, you know, like you can have like too big of a squad and you know, like players don't get along but some of their players, bro, like this Mudrik guy, Dude he's he's built different, eh? He's scary. So I don't know. I just hope Chelsea does all the damage to like the other teams. (laughs) You know? Like in order to benefit Tottenham because we need Tottenham needs some luck at this point because you know things are just not going our way in every aspect. So yeah.
0: (laughs) The the thing with Arsenal is they still have this game in hand. Now I don't know who it's against I don't know, do you guys know who the game in hand's against? No, I actually don't.
1: No clue for us.
0: So, I don't know, but like, going a recent form, we could probably give them three points there. That would put them eight points ahead of City. Traditionally, like, teams don't bottle that kind of a lead, especially if they're playing as well as Arsenal. Yeah. Like, I know there are a lot of games left. Oh, sorry. Uh, The the, the game in hand is
2: is against Everton at home. So, I think that's a guaranteed three points.
0: Everton at home. Fat W there. So, I mean, you give them those three points. That's eight points. They're bolstering the squad. Um, I don't know. I feel like as things stand, like, you look at City, I, I think City are focused on the Champions League this season. I don't think City care too much about the league. Like... I know they're in second, but I feel like they're, they're really going for the Champions League. I think Pep wants that Champions League. Like, he's gone out, he's got Haaland, spent the big money. They came up just short uh, a few years ago against Chelsea. I think Pep wants that Champions League. Newcastle, they're probably not, not going to have enough to put in a real shift. United, like we have mentioned, the title charge is dead. And then you get into like Tottenham with like 33 points in there, already 17 points behind. So that's pretty much done. So it kind of feels like Arsenal is going to win the league by default. It might sound like I'm throwing shade at Arsenal fans, and it's because I absolutely am. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it it reminds me of that Leicester season where there's just no one good enough to beat Leicester. Like they just kind of won it by being semi decent. Like if you put this Arsenal team, I don't know, maybe I'm I'm talking out of bounds here, but if you put this Arsenal team against any of like the City teams from the last five years. Or even the Liverpool teams. And I feel like they're just miles ahead. I don't know. Is it, what, what do you guys think? Am I Zach, being... I'm going to have to bring you down Arsenal to fans? earth.
2: And like, I'm the most... How can I say it? I, I can't even say unbiased. I'm like counter-biased. Because I'd used every excuse to clown on Arsenal possible. And I think Arsenal have got like a team this year that can rival like any champions, you know, like Premier League champions team over the past like, you know, five years. Like I wouldn't say decade, but I mean look at City now. Like City now are still insanely good. Like I'd argue that the be- they've like they're kind of the best they've ever been. You know? Maybe Prime, Silver, Aguero, like, you know. City? We 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 out here. But like Bro Harlan, De Bruyne, like those guys have been putting up big numbers. And Arsenal are just they're just great. I mean some of the some of the players at Arsenal, like, this is the greatest they've been. So like I don't know if they're gonna get better beyond this. But Arsenal, like, everything's just working out right now. Like, even the guys that you wouldn't expect a lot from, like, Eddie and Kettier, like, I think last year, you know, all of us would have been like, ah, no, some loney, some random, you know, like, fill in, come-off-the-bench player, you know, last five minutes. But he's been doing numbers this season. He's been going crazy. So lots of, luck. guys are flourishing for the first time at Arsenal. And I think just their team... Like, how they operate, like, is very smooth and clean. There's, like, very little mistakes being made there. So, and I think that team goes head-to-head with, like, any of the greats over the past, like, few years.
0: I mean, just for reference, before you you get in, Luke, just for reference. Arsenal's expected goal difference per 90 is 0.97. So, on average, they're, you know, beating teams by, like, a goal. City's is 1.25. that's 25 percent better and when you compare that to last season City's was 1.86 and even Liverpool's was 1.52 so you could argue that both Liverpool and City last season were better than like
2: miles better than Arsenal
0: but that's just the computer numbers like yeah but also the computer numbers numbers would say that they better
2: that they better than Arsenal now and like you know, the table says not. Yeah, but I so. mean,
1: it's because Flippin City have Holland, has Holland scoring hat-tricks like every other week. <laughs> so that's a little bit, I think that's a little bit skewed. But yeah, I think with the, the conversation um, about comparing them to the previous greats, I don't think City's at the best that they've been. I very much feel City has been stronger. Like, they're just fumbling a little bit. Um, like, they don't feel as strong of a force as they used to be. I'm not 100% sure why. Um, but I think with Arsenal, I think none of us really trust them. Because <laughs> to be honest, they've they really been subpar for like the longest time. Now no, suddenly, definitely. it's like, mm, like they literally have all the numbers to show that they can very much do this and go on to win the league. But everyone's kind of like, you know, <laughs> it's Arsenal, you know, I don't really know if we can believe it. Like now nah, I still think City can do it. And I think that's just because they've built up that, that name for themselves over these last few seasons. So... I don't know, but to be honest, I don't think any of us thought Arsenal was going to be this good at this stage of the season, at the beginning of the season uh, when we were doing our predictions and stuff. So, props to them. Like they're playing, they're playing fantastically, and I think tonight's tonight's game was like a massive, massive um, step in the right direction and like a bit of a statement game today because I think United have probably are in the best form the whole season that they've been the whole season. And if they if they can beat this United form, like both teams are on good form going into this game, um, but yeah, I think it was a very entertaining game, to be honest. And I do, yo, I don't know if I could say Arsenal deserved it, but it was like a very good game from both. And I feel like they just took the opportunities. They were pushing at the end. It was insane, such a solid game. So, I mean, but when you can't be two down, you did you did take the W at home, so not too bad. This team is like. Firing right now so and I don't even think you guys play too horribly and I'm pretty sure if you had Casemiro things would have been a little bit more a little bit more stable so yeah I think there's still positives you can take from it
0: exactly let's not forget Casemiro uh, the baller it wasn't there <laughs> the rock on our midfield was, was absent um, just an update on my opinion on Casemiro I think at the beginning Luke we kind of had a little conversation on the pod where I was like this dude, is like super inconsistent. <laughs> like one minute.
2: No, no, no. I, not even finished. Yeah. Oh, Zach, you yes, you're taking your words like, back now, the bro. The dude, dude like... You had no faith in Casemiro. No, 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 no. <laughs> nah,
1: he's guy's three years old. Stop putting words on my mouth. Guys. Stop putting words in nah, my mouth. he's someone younger. Luke and I no, were no, the no, only but, Oaks who had faith dude in Dude was like end.
0: super inconsistent. Dude was like... The one moment he'd be put in like this amazing slide tackle and 60-yard pass. The next minute he wouldn't be able to make like a little simple five-yard pass to Varane. Like (laughs) it it was super inconsistent. I don't think you can argue that. But I think now that he's settled down, he's gotten used to the squad, gotten used to every, you know, living in England, playing in the Premier League. He's like built up friendships and bonds with his teammates. Now I'm starting to see the real Casemiro. And to be fair, he's been great. He's been far better than I expected. Um, I still, like, I'm happy that we, 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 we've got a midfielder. I think we still need another one in addition to him um, because Ericsson was just kind of looking shaky today, not going to lie, um, especially defensively. Like, going forward, going forward, like, Ericsson does the things, um, very technically secure, but defensively, I think we, we need some. Yeah, that uh, is it, my man's The man other weakness. thing is, it could be because Casemiro... The other thing is, it could be that it was highlighted more today because Casemiro wasn't there, mm. so that that could be the other so. side of the coin. Mm. Mm. I think yeah.
1: so. The whole when Casemiro's with um, all three on the midfield, like just shine, bro. Bruno can go up, contribute mm. to attacking. My man's back on the score sheet, like he's he's like producing, and Ericsson's just bring the creativity. And if, uh, it, it reminds me exactly of like when he was at Madrid, like he he just. He The thing is, <laughs> no offense, but the midfield in United in recent times has been low-key ass. So, him coming now <laughs> and like elevated key. No offense, taken. Key.
0: <laughs> no offense <laughs> taken, bro. Said, the I've is, been number one on the train that we need to get better midfielders.
1: Left. Yeah, bro. Like, Banduni has beat a massive club. Yeah, this guy was seeing McFred week in, week out. And now he's just got this absolute <laughs> tank of Casemiro. Just like putting in the tackles, being the defensive tank. My man is providing assists. My man is becoming man of the match. My man is doing flipping, providing goals and headers and everything. Like, he's really that good, bro. And the same thing with Madrid. Like, he was never, like, polished, you know. But, like, you would always over overlook that because he would absolutely just shield that back four. Which has, I think, been a massive, massive um, contributing factor to United's defense. Like, Shaw's looking good again. Flipping my boy, Aaron. Is looking like prime flippin' who's a who's a solid right back. Prime uh Carvajal bro. <laughs> prime Danny Alvarez there with the, with the okay. oh, don't Daniels. say don't say
0: don't say Danny Alvarez, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Alvarez. Man, man couldn't give shine to a Barcelona player.
1: <laughs> he's looking like he's looking like prime Kieran Trippier right now, bro. The FPL merchant himself. Um so I think he provides that um that shield for the, for the back, for the back four. And like, obviously this guy's gifted enough to be technical in midfield and like be providing further up. So yeah, bro, I think you've got like a bit of a good connection going on. Rashford is flipping insane, bro. Like that's been, that's been a a huge turnaround. Like he's actually competing. He's actually like being a massive threat every single game and it's paying off for him. So I think it's about time. Anthony today, I don't really know what he was doing. Um, Got that like a little bit. He's got that Brazilian flair, but also like kind of the <laughs> felt like the attitude is a little bit. There's a fidget spinner tendency starting you know? to kick
2: <laughs> in. You
1: know, like when when things aren't going his way and stuff. But um, yeah, you know, and, and I don't even know how you pronounce it, Jens, but Verhofst or Vout. How do you
2: yeah, say it? It's like Vachost or something like that. Yeah, all six with
1: yeah, six Jens, you know, Like I don't know, but he, I, I thought he was going to be a good a good um. Addition to the squad, but this guy's like slow as hell, like visibly slow, <laughs> like like to the to the Mantis point United where school, just,
2: like, willingly like, bought a Chris, I, Hood, Chris Wood clone, like.
1: Bro, it's it's like really bad to see how slow this gent is. Uh, I, I don't even know if he's very technical, but like I just didn't. I'm not really seeing what's there currently. Um, so yeah, I mean, we could give him some time, see if he adapts and gets it. But I mean, he suddenly he's not going to become fast suddenly and really agile suddenly. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think it's kind of weighing on Rashi a little bit much now. Where's Martial? Is he injured again?
0: But oh, you know where Martial is. It's that that same Usman Dembélé story. Dude, like plays three games, looks absolutely wonderful. With the physio, and then no, don't compare it to Martial to Hazard. Ha- like Martial at least has like some potential good days in the future. Hazard is looking like he's gonna be collecting a. A second place medal in La like Liga this, I, this season.
1: I don't like this slander. I don't like it, Fred. I don't like
0: it. Well, um, Luke, we have to talk about Real Madrid now. Now that you mentioned Hazard. Um, Barcelona okay. are currently playing Getafe, I think. Let me just double check that. But um, they are winning I 1-0. Are. Which means if they do manage to hold on, there will be six points clear at the top of La Liga. Um, Real Madrid will have a game in hand because I think they still have to play this weekend. But, um, according to yeah, the computers, nice. uh, yeah, according to the computers at 5.38, Barcelona have a 69% chance of winning La Liga. Real Madrid only have a 28% mm. chance and they get real saucy at 2%. And then everyone else is below one. So, what are your thoughts on Real Madrid? the season thus far they also lost in the First was it the spanish super to barcelona as well so the, the it's been it's been yeah, rough really. for real madrid recently
1: we did um off the back bro numbers in real madrid you you saw that game with city last season it was we literally had a 1% chance of, <laughs> of winning and and uh, city had a 99% chance of winning it literally, it doesn't get higher than that and we got it, we 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 brought it back so Again, at the beginning of this episode, we were saying it's all about comeback. So, I was gutted. Obviously, the it would have just been like a very nice uh, little trophy to have there. I mean, it's not the most important uh, trophy. It's probably, for us, maybe like the fourth most important. It's probably like Supercoppa, then probably Copa del Rey, which I think we're actually trying to like stay in the season. Then probably La Liga, and then obviously, you know, it's Real Madrid. So, we're going for the Champions League again. Um, but definitely not not the greatest we've ever been. Um, for some reason, I feel like we're actually worse. Okay, well, obviously we're a lot worse than last season. Um, and to be honest, I don't really know where to pinpoint it. Like, the defense has been horrible. Like, we we can't keep clean sheets. Midfield has been a bit sketched. Modric is always good, but I mean, like, he needs a bit more. Cruz um, has been solid, but again, he needs a bit more. And up front Vinny Vinny I don't know, Jens, like he feels like he's kind of gone back to that like eighteen nineteen form where mm. it's like he'll dribble past and he'll like get to the get to the goal and to for most other people to be a like not a tap in, but it would be like people can score that. And you would expect him at this stage of his career to like be scoring things. Um and I don't really know if that's like his confidence or something, you know, like since that all the racist um all the racist uh, messages and against it at that Atletico game where they didn't want them to dance and stuff. Like I feel like since then it's affected his psyche. And I think maybe um, other defenses, like the opponent's defenses have figured out that like, you can, you can like look, you piss Vinny off. You can like, um, you know, you can get, you can get in his mind. And I think that's affecting him. But then also again, like he can't do everything himself. Benzie's not really been on form. Um, definitely not like last season, and I think it's because he's been injured, and then the World Cup affected him too, and and and. So, I think it's a very mental thing right now, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, with the league in Barcelona, I've got to give the props to to Barcelona. Like they've been playing very good footy. Pedri and Gavi have been flipping solid, and um, the unfortunate thing for us is Araujo is back, and that man is an absolute tank. So. If anything, their defense is getting stronger, um, but it's really been good this whole season. So that's been a bit rough. Um, and then obviously in the final losing to Barça is always a bit of a, a bit of a um, a bit of a tough one to to take. But I think like with Madrid, sometimes they they can kind of like switch off, and then you need like a loss like this to like kind of jumpstart everyone, get it back, and like push for things. So. You know, it's one less trophy that we can win. That I think we did win last season, anyway, against Barcelona. So you know, maybe we can give them a little bit of something. But you know, we're still in the Champions League. Uh, who are we playing? We're playing Liverpool. So that's going <laughs> to yeah, be, be quite an interesting one because um, we both kind of ass right now. Yeah, it's going to be,
2: it's going to be quite an
1: interesting one. And then La Liga, bro, La like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we we can hopefully we'll win we'll tonight, and then it's only back down to to three points behind, which I don't think is like un achievable to to overtake Barca but you know obviously now it's fully dependent on them and um, I think that Europa League game against United I think that's going to be quite a defining uh, game for both of you guys season because obviously then that's one more thing to focus on or one less thing if they lose so hopefully they lose because then we've got some banter at least you can't even make the qualifying rounds of uh, Europa (laughs) League because that'll be that'll be great um, and then I think, obviously, for us, if we get charred by Liverpool, then it's pretty much just focusing on La Liga. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely some things that need to change. Uh, Madrid really need to invest in some some new players, like our defence is not, not rocking, like Mendy's not doing well, Carvajal is injured. Alaba has also been injured, uh, militar has been flipping solid, but, I mean, if three out of the four are not not rocking, then everyone else is going to pay the price for that too. So, I don't know, I think we'll see tonight. I think um, there's definitely that changes that need to be made. So I'm not too worried, but like the vibes are off, and I'm sure you know. Like with your teams, like when the vibes are off, you're not really confident going into the next games. It's kind of like
2: your you bro. I
1: don't know if you guys have seen that meme that I, I'm pretty sure I've sent it, but it's like it's a, the guy had give the meme of like a ton of like a Madrid game. I think, but Zach, you had sent it. It's like the be- the first half, no one scores goals, or we go down in the first half. And then from 45 minutes second half until probably about 75 minutes, it's like we're either losing or it's like we're getting dominated and it's like really bad. Literally the last 10 minutes, Madrid switch on, vibes start coming, everyone starts doing their thing, we score two goals and then boom, suddenly at the end of the game it's like, oh yeah, wait. we won. So, that's not really the greatest way to, to, to do it because you know, you're kind of on edge until literally the last 10 minutes. And um, unfortunately, like in the Barca game, and we lost in La Liga, I think, to Villarreal. I think we lost to Villarreal, which took a, a bit of a beating on us. So, yeah, but we're still in the Copa del Rey. We played, I think, Villarreal the other day, probably like last week or during during midweek sometime, and we beat them. So we're still in that. Um, and I think those are the three that we're kind of going for the season anyway. So it's not looking too bad. I would like killing Mbappe in my team though. I can I can say that honestly. Um, so maybe if we have a horrible team, it'll, it will it um, will shake Florentino up a little bit, and then hopefully he can open the bank and um, invest a little bit, or even get those guys from our youth team, like at Madrid. The other day we had no Spanish people in the starting lineup, which is like kind of whack, you know, for a Spanish team. <laughs> Um, so I don't really know what we're doing with our youngsters and stuff uh, but there's definitely better. There's definitely a better way to go about things if I could say it like that mm-hmm. and I wouldn't mind Tuchel if Ancelotti decides to go to Brazil or something or retire or whatever he decides to do whatever he's good at then I think Tuchel will be a wonderful replacement
0: because Tottenham can take Pachatino ah. back I think I, I think Tuchel, Tuchel might end up back in the Premier League um, you reckon? With who? Yeah, but I uh, uh, I, think... So, in preparation for this podcast, I made a list of potential uh, managers who I could see replacing Jurgen Klopp at the end of the season. Just because I feel like yeah, yeah. it's time. Considering, you know, if this year selling Liverpool, it kind of seems like the squad is moving into a different era. I could see another manager taking over. So, I'm a, I'm going to put a spoiler out there. Thomas Tuchel is on the list. So... But um, since Hayden's not here we'll we'll, we'll say that for another time, so that's another reason why I should subscribe to the Tusons for Your podcast. Uh-huh. But yeah. I actually wanted to ask you, Luke, I wanted to ask you,, um, yes, what happened to Valverde? Like, has he just stopped scoring screamers from outside the box every game? Like what happened think, there? like:
1: I think he remember his form going into the World Cup was like absolutely amazing. Um, And I think that was mainly because we started him on the right, on the right. Like it was, it was pretty much, it was like a Vinny Benz and Valverde right wing type of vibe. And then I think now after the world cup, we've shifted him more into like midfield type of vibes because now we're giving, we're starting uh, Rodrigo a bit more and um, Asensio. So I think he's come more back into midfield, but Every game he has at least two or three chances where he like does try some absolute bangers, and it's very very close, so I feel like if he he can definitely get back into this it's not like he's lost his form, I think he's just not in that position as often to like score goals if that makes sense
0: hmm yeah, yeah I feel that I feel
1: that that's pretty much what I've put it down to you
0: um speaking of getting it's into position tank. to score goals. And uh, not converting. Dan, uh, how are things going with with Spurs? I mean... Yo, bro. Well, wow. I've seen some some talk about it might be time to cash in on Harry Kane. Ilmin Son <laughs> reached 30 years old now. What is He's only, he's only scored in that
2: one game Dude. in the Premier League. Yeah. It's it's looking rough. It's especially in a very track. rough. I mean, the, the biggest set of bad news... One goal? Is that recently like it's the the news of the day is that um the board is not going to renew Antonio Conte's contract, so this is like his last season at Tottenham, it seems, and I mean, with that in mind no generally there's like no motivation for like anyone because also the whole Antonio Conte crusade was you know primarily done to keep Harry Kane at Tottenham, and now with Antonio Conte going out, um I don't know. If the board's gonna be able to convince Harry to like, extend his contract again or something, and like you said, they might want to start cashing in on players. It's just the Tottenham way, you know, to cash in on players before you really attempt mm-hmm. to like, you know, run at mm-hmm. any trophies or something. It's, you know, it's just the, the the story of the past, and it seems the present at the moment. So things aren't looking great. Um, our form is horrendous. I mean, I was expecting us to lose against Arsenal and Man City because, I mean, having a double game week against those two is is never a good thing. Um, but even against City, we had an amazing first half, and I mean, that was like probably our strongest lineup that we could have put against the team. And the first half lo- looked amazing, but the second half we just bottled it, like true Spursy fashion. And I mean, to do that, you know, in in the time <laughs> and place that that we are currently. <laughs> Like it's just it's just not good. We've got Champions League against Inter Milan coming up, who are not gonna take us lightly. So, yeah, things are True going downhill fashion. fast, bro. Yeah. They really are. So I'm a little bit concerned for the club, but like, like I said, you know, I don't wanna be too negative. Um, you know, I'm just gonna have to wait out and see see like what happens. But you know, I I wouldn't be against a Tuchel or a, a Pochettino, but you know we're gonna have to wait and see. So and things, things at the moment are a little bit like tough because, like, I wanted new transfers in in January and looks like that's not going to happen. But it's also understandable because if you're going to get rid of a manager at the end of the season, why would you care about who he wants to transfer in in January? So mm. yeah, it's, it's it's like a the
1: thing is I actually saw the other day on on Twitter that United were going for Harry Kane.
2: Yeah, I've seen that as well, but I don't know. What's what's gonna happen with the Harry Kane situation? Harry Kane is surely, also like
1: surely, bro, he's
2: faithful to the club surely. like to the point where it's like bad for him and his career. So anything can happen. Um, at this point I'm just waiting for something good, good to like, happen.
1: Remember that, that there was at like one point of whatever season, probably two or three seasons ago where he wasn't coming to training because he wanted to go to City and he was pushing for the move and stuff and that just like uh, just like broke away.
2: Yeah, so I, I think like he went for Haaland yeah
1: the guy's not dumb bro like he needs to see Conte's going you're not going to get pretty much a better Dude, manager that's the thing. That's suddenly going to change the whole vibe he needs like I'm pretty sure how old is Harry Kane he's like late 20s do you
2: know bro What is are late 20s is he 30 he's 30 now or is he 20 I think you're, he's turning so Harry Harry he's either just turned 30 or he's going to turn taken, 30 like early this year Something it's like taken
1: him three decades to realize that Tottenham is not the one for him unfortunately um, he's lost out on City now because they've got Holland. And United literally mm. makes sense. Like it, it makes sense for that to happen. He can come to Madrid. I'll take him at Madrid. <laughs> if he's thirty years old, say less.
2: <laughs>
1: him and Jude, then they can talk English in the locker room, and it's going to be good vibes.
2: Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I like to stay positive and think that you know there is some hope. Um, because I mean we are still in we still in a few cups. Obviously the Champions League, and you know hopefully like we do well in everything. And the board suddenly changed their mind. Because, I mean, I feel like at this point, if you win an FA Cup, like the game changes for Tottenham, and then there's a huge reason mm-hmm. for Conte's contract to be extended. You know? Because that's huge. And oh, like yeah. the fans are in like an uproar right now. So, but, you know, if history you know proves to repeat itself, the board does not give two flying Fs about what the fans think of Tottenham. So... <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Fair enough. I'd like to be proven wrong, but I think like things are going downhill at this stage. But like I said, I've ridden out worse scenarios at Tottenham. Like I'm prepared to weather the storm again.
0: Mm. I mean, it could be worse. I agree. You could be Juventus, dude.
2: Fifteen point <laughs> deduction, bro. <laughs> that is insane. That's that's what that's what happens needs to happen to Arsenal right now. it needs some scandal needs to come come across and be like damn fifteen, seven point deduction or something ridiculous. And that's oh. pro- that's probably also the in, reason in the we world, haven't signed yes, signed any players as well, is because our like sporting director's been like under the microscope, bro, been <laughs> fighting a case. He was at yeah, wasn't he at Juventus? He's dude, he's, he's been convicted of like money laundering with like the Juventus crew. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> yeah like yeah. that's just like, like I mean, another just spanner in the bro. works bro
0: <laughs> like in a world where you have Barcelona doing whatever financial nonsense they're doing City you know just spending money willy nilly Chelsea, Chelsea spending finance. money willy nilly bro like in, in a world where all of this is going on do you know how how much you have to be cheating like how <laughs> bad your finances have to be to actually get convicted and to like have this point deduction, and everything, like that's how bad Juventus' finances were. Mm. So, hey, always remember there, there were situations out there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Be
0: so grateful for what you have. Before we finish things off, though, we have to revisit squad draft. Um, I quickly updated um, our table from last week. Uh I don't know when this week was, but um I've got the scores here. Um I went for uh Kulisevsky, which was a wrong move because Spurs don't score any goals, so why would Kulisevsky uh get a goal? And uh he ended up with nothing, so I'm still on zero. Dan you went with Everyche Eze. He did not bag as well, so you're still stuck on five points. And then Luke went with Darwin Nunes, went for a bit of a risky shout. And the man bagged a brace. So that puts Luke further. Luke and the braces, it, bro.
1: So, who did he bag a brace
0: against? Uh, I have no idea, dude. This Probably the so only two goals ago. he scored. <laughs> I mean, they weren't, they weren't aesthetic. They weren't nice to look at. I can guarantee that.
1: <laughs> a
0: goal is a goal, bro.
1: A win is a win.
0: Exactly. So that puts you top of the table with eight points, Dan. Dude. You're currently let me just. You're currently second with five. Hayden somehow after being in like less than half a podcast zone four, and I'm on zero. So <laughs> yet yet to get off your the mark What's season. going on, yeah? Dude, it's January the twenty second, and I've still not had a hit on score draft. <laughs> it's so bad. So I forgot to. So sort of the order for this week, so we're just gonna flip it from whatever this week was. So the order will be Luke, uh, then will be Daniel, and then I'll finish things off for this mm. week. Yo,
1: that's that's gonna be interesting. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see who haven't I chosen? Let's go, let's go with. Let's go with Nketiah.
0: Oh, the man, man Inquietia. Well.
1: Okay, he could. The man in form is playing Everton. Probably going to start. I wonder. I don't even know when Jesus is going to be back, Jens. But I think I, I think that's a good shot.
0: Okay, Eddie Luke, um, sorry, Dan, who are you going with?
2: Hmm, I'm interested in going with someone from Brighton. Have I chosen anyone from there?
0: Let me go back into the archives. Have I chosen Alexis McAllister?
2: No, you have not. I have not. So I will go with the current World Cup winner, Mr. McAllister. From
1: (laughs) (laughs) Brighton. This is new gent... Oh, I don't know if he's a new gen, but this guy Matoma. Your dude yeah. from um from Brighton is actually
0: looking pretty fire.
2: Yeah, I was considering going yeah, with him, I but mean, I was like, nah, let's let's stick to what we know.
0: I remember he came on like um I think it was the second game of the season when United played Brighton and dude looked like a baller mm-hmm. in like those twenty minutes. So he's you been around. Trossard
1: tonight. Trossard tonight for that last little cameo at United it was like Look quite good. Arsenal's got like a very serious front front line.
0: Dude, that Brighton Scouting Network is built different.
2: Dude, Brighton is crazy, bro.
0: Um I would I lo- I wanna go with Saka because they're playing Everton and Everton's defence has been trash. But I've picked him already. And you've picked Nketiah. And I've also picked Martinelli. So do I think Trashell is in to start? Do I potentially go with Odegaard or party screamer from outside the box? I think, you know, at this point, I've got nothing to lose. I'm not going to win this year, so I might as well just take some pot shots and see if it comes off. Leandro Trossard is going to score his first goal for Arsenal against Everton tomorrow, sorry, not tomorrow, next week. Half past two kickoff. I can just see it happening.
1: So you'll know early...
0: Yeah, well, you know, my weekend will be over early next week. <laughs> like United are playing at five o'clock on Saturday as well. So, look, my, uh, I'll know by the end of ne- by the end of next week Saturday uh, how I've done this week. But anyway, that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Um, it was good to be back, gents. Thanks, thanks for joining. Always good to be on, bro. Yeah. So, if you have enjoyed, uh, please be sure to drop a like, uh, subscribe if you are new and you somehow still made to the end of this podcast. Uh, until next time, this has been the TreeSenseFooty crew of the TreeSenseFooty podcast.